is being recorded by the host or a participant. Uh, well, hey, we are at a, on a different day at a different time. Oof, wow. Not exactly the same bat time or same Here's bat me. channel. Uh, I only mention that because uh, the natives in the house are becoming restless. So hopefully we can squeeze in the podcast before there's all manner of carnival sounds in the background. <laughs> Tell them to come to my house and go swimming. Yeah, let her walk. Did you get your pool open, Terry? No. Oh, oh. I don't want to swim in your green pool yet. <laughs> I got the stuff ready, though. All right, let's get the show on the road. Let's do that. <laughs> Hey, that's right. This is a podcast that sounds funny, and this is the week of June seventh. Actually, you know, today is June sixth because this is not the right day we're recording. June sixth being D Day. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, honestly, side note, if you're going to celebrate Pride Month, I'd rather people celebrate something prideful like D-Day uh, at Normandy, not the other uh, circus stuff. Yeah. Anyway, um, back to the show, season two, show 31, episode 83. Uh, we are two blind brothers and a blind sister who tell it the way we see it. I am your host, Keith, and joined with me are... I'm Terry. I'm <laughs> Jill. Wake yeah, up, that, that other guy and that one girl who likes to be on here sometimes. It's, it's those people. Um, hey, we'd like to start off with a segment we call What's New? Does anyone have a question? It could be a classic family story, something happened recently, reading, watching, doing, whatever you want to talk about to open up with here. Wow. I don't have anything that happened exciting since last week. Oh, well, I guess they were cutting trees down in my front yard. That could be exciting. Didn't fall on anybody, so we don't have any blood and gory stories to talk about. Ah, No (laughs) broken bones. No. I thought you were going to mention your husband smoking last night. (laughs) Well, he was smoking hamburgers and broths in our smoker. And Terry was laughing. He thought he was trying to roll them in cigarette paper and smoke them. And I said, no. He's rolling those broths in some buns. To me, a smoker is like a slow cooker for barbecue grills. And I think, whatever, whatever makes these men happy that like to cook out and grill, you put them on there. Actually, a smoker would be a fast cooker for a barbecue grill. Because you put put the hood over it and it holds the heat in. But what was that funny thing they were smoking, though, on the smoker? Corn on the cob, bratwurst, and hamburgers. All kinds of no, long, you said, long, slender things to smoke, huh? That are wrapped and stuff. You said cream cheese. Oh, yeah, he did that once at Ashley's <laughs> house, and I thought it was funny because somebody had told him, you should put cream cheese in your smoker. And it's like, you know, you could put cream cheese. All it does is melt it and put yeah. it in the microwave. You put it in a crock pot. You can put it in anything, and it'll melt it, but. 
They you can eat it with a fox or in a box yeah. <laughs> or in your thighs. You, you, you open up your cream cheese and you put it in a packet, you know, you make a pack with foil and you put whatever seasonings you may want in it, you know, to make it kind of like a dip. You can dip vegetables or crackers or chips or whatever in it. And, you know, okay. But I was like, well, like I said, you can melt your cream cheese however you want to melt it. <laughs> but it tastes so smoky. It tastes so smoky when you do it the smoker. But when it's wrapped in foil, I don't know how the smoke gets into it. <laughs> yeah, who knows? Well, wrapped all that smoke, smoke turkey legs and stuff like that. You know, it still picks up the smoky flavor. Yeah, but you don't. It's weird because now when they did ribs in it once, you cook them in there for like four or five hours. Then you take them out and wrap them in foil and put them back in for another two or three or something like that. And I'm like, oh. huh. That's There's right. certain ways you do that. So I guess. I mean, I, I, I guess doing the four hours gets it uh, the nice smoky flavor and the foil helps like concentrate the heat so it gets the centrally better. I, that's yeah. just a guess. Yeah, of but course, yeah. when you buy stuff, it always comes with your manual, and you need to look in there to see the settings for the temperature and how long for different kinds of meat. Yeah, and... There's a technique to it. Yeah, I went out. I was outside yesterday in my yard. Yeah, and I actually got bit by my first mosquito. Oh, oh no! He's supposed to be a bumblebee. Poor mosquito. Uh. <laughs> Yeah, mosquitoes are awful this year, and little gnats, they're everywhere. Well, Anything exciting happening for you, Keith? You still I doing haven't your... been outside much, so I haven't experienced much of the heat or the mosquitoes. And we're trying to train the, the little kids to keep doors closed, so I don't have to worry about dealing with the flies in the house. You got little kids at your house now? I thought you just had the big kids. Well, we just have the three big kids. And whenever uh, Raheem is able to uh, leave him where he's at, we'll have him. But the littlest two, they do still have a church house studios. But today they're over here. Uh, I think they may be here for most of the week because it's vacation Bible school. Oh, they'll enjoy that. Yeah which is where Robin is at right now. And she took a little five-year-old with her. So they may be back before too long. Uh, yeah. Yeah, because Bible school, I used to always be, you know, from eight or nine until noon, so. Well, they have an evening more often. Than oh, really? Because yeah. huh. yeah, little it, kids? It, it, yeah, it used to be whenever we were kids, you know, all the moms, you know, all the stay-at-home moms, because hey, that's what you were back then. Uh, women didn't have an awful lot of career opportunities or other than that. So, hey, it was no problem getting women to volunteer to be a teacher. I wanted to tell you this morning and I forgot. Start to deal with, uh, uh, you know, the snacks or crafts or whatever. But now there's just so many women who work outside the home. They work in the day. Yeah. And so it's just hard to get people to be there today. So even with little kids, though, they've taken to doing VBS in the evening. So this morning, she went to go and decorate and prepare. And then sometime this afternoon, she'll go back and the kids will go and do their VBS. They'll have They'll serve an actual meal there because in the evening, you know, that way kids can have something to eat. 
besides just cookies and two ways. So. Yeah. My. So that's. And I'm sure it'll be kid friendly food, hot dogs and pizza, and each day something different. Yeah, it'll be kid friendly, but it'll be a little more sustaining than just uh, cookies and Kool Aid. That's what we used to get. Um. But uh, I'm sure they have cookies and Kool Aid as well. But anyway, that's just a little bit of late I, break and stuff here. I don't. I have got a, late break and stuff too. My wife just called me to tell yeah, I can me. Tell. <laughs> she um, said that the health department came to dun, her store, and uh, they were happy to, to show her that she had her food, her manager's food handling license, her American National Service Institute license. So she had. Yes. They, they delivered it to her. No, no, she got it in the mail. In the email yesterday, we printed it out and took it to the store. But it just so happened that they came by today. But then on the uh, Riverbender uh, thing uh, this morning, they said in Madison County, they just dropped the price as of today. It used to cost $300 to get your food handling license. Oh, yeah. Now it's $175. i am like, if we could have just waited till after. One time. more day. Oh. <laughs> and so... I, and so, you know what? They were waiting. They, they had your wife's picture up in her office. She said, as soon as she takes the test, lower the price. All right. The only thing, they, the only thing that, that they said that that we need to try to get is a mop sink. You know, that's the only a, thing. But there's not a lot of room. Sink. That's yeah. it's been there since 1977, and they've never had a mop sink. I thought that's no. what the three sinks were for. One was a mop sink. Well, no, right. that's what the, they've been doing, filling it up in the wash, but then we were told to dump it down the toilet. That's what they right. told us on their last visit. So you could fill a bucket up and do your mopping and just dump your bucket down the toilet. would be the oh, next best thing. Yeah. I know why they came by. Why? Because of that story I did in my top ten list. Oh, <laughs> yeah, your top ten list. <laughs> they must have heard it at the health department. <laughs> and we're going to come by. Crazy things. Right See if anybody was in there cleaning a deer. <laughs> <laughs> Any turtles in that sink. <laughs> well. But be prepared for your boyfriend to call on you about 10 o'clock tonight. We are ready to move on to our new random topic. Which I think I'll try to find me a new sound effect, because <laughs> I will agree uh, with the, your comment you made earlier that it is a little bit annoying, but uh, it's the best I could find for the moment. It's a little cheesy. We need something. Little, we can find something a little bit better. Anyway, I... all right. Well, let me. We can go with number four. Let's well, do one we haven't done before. That's number four. Which, yeah, okay. Uh, well, let me let me pull that one up. Uh, I got a, all kinds of technical difficulties. <laughs> okay, okay. Now, besides our random number that landed on four, because somebody rigged the wheel with their thumb on it. <laughs> Uh, it's three 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 one up number. <laughs> all right well the reason why it's one of those multifaceted thing the first number meant 
uh, our random topic is we're revisiting our good old holidays. But the second number means I ain't going to read the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to read the second day in the week, or the third, was it second or third? Right? Yeah, second. Okay. So normally we would we would uh, record from Tuesday to Tuesday, uh, but we're going to skip day one, day two, day three. We're going to read June 9th holidays for Thursday. And uh, that would be that. Oh, hmm. can we say this on the show? National Sex Day. Uh, sex Day. <laughs> yeah, that's what, what it says. Uh, relationship, <laughs> appreciation, fun, lifestyle. I would hope uh, National <laughs> Sex Day would be fun. <laughs> I've discovered what lifestyle means. That means that's what they used to call the swingers. But the, that day is also root, National root, blah, blah, blah. National Strawberry Rhubarb Pie Day. So have a strawberry rhubarb pie while you're having sex. (laughs) It is international dark and stormy. Wow, that kind of puts a little nuance to your national sex and strawberry. Yeah. (laughs) It is uh, National Earl Day. Earl? If your name is Earl, it's your day. Uh, yeah, isn't there a TV show about Earl or something? I don't know. Earl you, had to die. To Dixie Chicks used to be. In this it's a National Donald Duck Day, so quack quack. Yeah, while you're having sex with strawberries and rhubarb and watching <laughs> Earl, you can quack look at that. <laughs> kind of kinky, yeah. But that's all there is uh, for. June 9th, Thursday. Ah, so that one is like each day. That's why there's seven different ones. And you That's can why that. I'm not reading. Yeah, I'm just reading out holidays, but I'm only going to read one day. That's yeah. why there's one through seven. One being Tuesday, our normal recording day, all the way through seven, which will end up being Monday of next week. Yeah. Anyway, there's our random segments. Yeah, it was pretty short. We like to keep things shorter than longer, even though it may not sound like it. That list does fair. We do try to keep things short. What do you mean, dumb so good? Look at me, Lom. Wasted away to about half a shatter. <laughs> so, this is where we come into our news. And I'm sure Terry's got news brought up and ready to go. Well, I don't. Oh, he only has like one story this week. Uh, I don't believe it. April Fools! Thank you very much for that. A in in Colorado, a rabbit raids the gardening section at a Walmart store. <laughs> that wasquee rabbit. That's uh, funny. Walmart cameras, security. There's a rabbit eating all the carrots and whatever. What's up, Doc? The garden center. And <coughs> I don't know if they killed the rabbit. Killed the rabbit. Killed the rabbit. 
It was feasting, feasting on the plants. Yes, rabbits will do that. I'm sure they didn't kill it. They probably caught him and re- released him. Like Henry VIII is feasting away. <laughs> and that, that doesn't say much about it. Yeah, I noticed our, our news place where we've been getting stuff, they keep their articles really short. Short, short, and shorter. It's like, that's all I got on that one. The wascally wabbit. Well, I got one of yours about a bear. You always have stories about wildlife like your rabbit. Well, I got one about a bear. Hey, Bill, that's probably that guy. Well, don't worry, George. Leave it to me. That, uh, let's see. Where did this happen? British Columbia. And British bear. Yes, there was a music teacher. There was a, okay, a bear was in the trash or trying to get in the trash. They have a fence around. Throw it away. And the music teacher went out with a trombone and started tooting his horn to scare the bear away. Oh, with the trombone? Yeah. Yes, with a trombone. I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. St. John's Academy (laughs) in Shonigan Lake. Tooting his own horn to get rid of that bear. Yeah, he said another teacher was banging on the door trying to get it to go away, trying to scare it off, but that didn't scare it. So he went out and singing back. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's how it works. And there's actually somebody that took a video of some kids, and I listened to it, and they were talking, looking out the window at the bear, and you could hear the sounds of somebody banging and then the trumpet, I was like, that uh, band director must not be very good. But of course, he was just trying to make sounds to scare the bear away because the trombone yeah. sounded awful. <laughs> they should have got his baton out there and directed that the scaring away music. No. But that might have made the bear happy, though. They might have yeah. listened to this good music. Yeah. And it was a big black bear. That was pretty racial, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, maybe black bears are more popular in Canada. British Columbia, though, I was trying to think, I wonder if that's on the east or the west side of Canada. British Columbia, yeah, I don't don't remember. I don't know their different provinces up there and how they're laid out. Yeah, I forget where it is. I think it's maybe towards the east, but I could be mistaken. So any Canadian people out there, you can tell us how stupid we are for not knowing (laughs) where things are in America's hat. <laughs> yeah, but that's all there was to that story. So you can go on now, Keith. Yeah. Well, I have one that's kind of uh, up there in uh, Canadian land. A uh, Iditarod dog is found months after disappearing from a checkpoint. Boys, I'm stupid, but I ain't that stupid. Hmm. Now the Iditarod is a, a, a dog sled race. Uh, and it typically goes uh, all over Alaska, about a thousand miles is how far it is uh, through some pretty rugged terrain in, in Alaska. But it also covers a little bit of icy patches from the Bering, uh, Bering Sea, as well as a little bit of stretch in Canada, I believe. Uh, but I did a rod sled dog was found safe uh, three months after it was lost and it and was found 150 miles from where it disappeared. But Santa stepped in 
and said, just calm down, cause we've all got a job to do. And like it or not, Leroy's in charge and he's gonna be leading you. Wow. Um, Musher Sebastian de Santos Bordos of France. <laughs> they came all the way from France to race in this thing. Wow. Um, was picking up Leon, the, the dog, and was returning with him to France. Uh, but Leon went missing in March. Um, let's see, he is, it says he escaped <laughs> from uh, the Ruby checkpoint. So Ruby checkpoint was the last place he was known to be at. And now one thing I know about the I did ride is it's a thousand mile race, but they, of course they do stop, they rest, they let the dogs off, they eat and stuff. So at this checkpoint, I guess was one of these places, there was a rest stop. And apparently the dog wandered off. Maybe he smelled that a black bear track, you know. <laughs> he says, It's too cold here, Canada, too much snow. I want to go back to France. He probably took off running. They were. <laughs> But uh, three months later, and 150 miles away, he was spotted and uh, reported to the race directors. He was frequently seen near a particular cabin. Uh, the resident of the cabin left food for Leon because he was appearing straggly and thin. And uh, they had, uh, managed to catch him. Uh, and uh, he was taken to veterinarians who... Uh, uh, got him, you know, the clean bill of health, and as stated, he is with his uh, French musher and uh, on their way back to France. I bet he had a chip, and that's how they found out who he belonged to. Could be. Uh, I, I don't know if all the dogs were like a number, like a, like joggers will wear a number in a marathon. Ah. But he may have had a collar on with a tag. That's true. Our guide dogs had a tattoo inside their ear flap. That's how they found out. That's probably cheaper than uh, the chip because you have to pay for that from what I understand every month. So if you know it's a guide dog and you look in their ear, there's usually a tattoo of a number and that's like an anchor and a little girl in a hula grass or something. (laughs) They have that. It's probably not a guide dog. Don't write things in after rehearsal, please. Anyway, that's uh, that story. Does Terry have any more? I have. A <laughs> if story I need to ask, <laughs> with related to what you said, uh, in Normandy, France, wildlife um, rescuers are warning people to be aware of the um, crazy things going on. The deer are drunk. Holy mackerel. Exactly. <laughs> drunk deers terrorize Normandy, France. <laughs> they, they have had a problem with um, the deer eating the fermented grapes and getting drunk. <laughs> I thought it was going to be cognac because I think on June 1st was National Cognac Day. And they, they, they're getting drunk and they're running amok, it says. <laughs> amok. I wonder That's if they need funny. to have a DUI for that. 
Uh-huh. Running uh, around people's yards. Under the influence. <laughs> smashing in the store windows. So we'll probably see some more of them coming up soon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and um, let's see. To be aware, drunk deer running the muck. French animal rescue group. The, the dares have been known to overindulge. <laughs> Them deer need Loaded to go to AA meetings. Wino deers, holy cow. Well, I swan. How about you? And they warned. You know, I, we almost hit a deer last night, come to think of it. <laughs> deers and drinking don't miss. Keep a safe distance from any deer that seems to be intoxicated. <laughs> that deer is just a little bit too friendly. Hiya, pal. <laughs> Would you like a carrot? <laughs> <laughs> you got any carrots on you? <laughs> yeah, I guess most of the time deers are kind of standoffish and bashful, but if they're Wanting to come up to you, maybe that's when they're drunk. Because how would you know? <laughs> maybe they, they have their moments when they can get pretty close, but that's they are pretty you slight. Seem drink? You got anything to drink? You got anything to drink? <laughs> wow, that's crazy. So what you got? Is that all you got for that story? Yeah, that's all. Well, my next story, I thought since that first one I had was about a school. I got another one about a school in California. There's a mountain lion that wandered into a California high school. Hey, Bill, that's probably that guy. Well, don't worry, George. Leave it to me. A mountain lion. For, just think, a pride month, the pride of lions, just in time for the holiday. <laughs> I, that's what I always tell people every year is I'll, I'll celebrate pride month and I see the lions marching around. <laughs> that whole thing with the rainbow flick. Uh-uh. Yeah, I'm not big on that either, but that's their choice, not ours. Anyway, the lion was out prowling. Yeah, in San Mateo, California, the police department said this mountain lion got inside a school and a custodian, uh, kind of like last week when they got the uh, sheep and the tennis courts, they got this mountain lion to go into a classroom that was empty, and the janitor well, locked him in there. Show it yeah. <laughs> and I guess the mountain lion, they call it a cougar also, because uh, I was thinking, you know, a cougar is an older woman looking for a younger boy. Oh, there we go. Yeah. It could be this <laughs> cougar was looking for a hot young fella. But the question is, will we contact them first, or will they contact us? Checking out the high school, yeah, the cougar. But then, of course, they called the animal control, and they came in and got it, and re-released it into the nature, and staff and everybody was something. (laughs) I'm not sure they didn't know why the cat went into the school. There was Unless the door, you know, was just left open and he was curious. Yeah, well, like you said, looking for those those hot young guys or something. Yeah, maybe. Cruising the town. Anyway. No animals were hurt in the telling of the story. (laughs) Or janitors either. (laughs) Well, my next one is officials at airport seize cocaine Stashed in a wheelchair. But it is worthwhile looking into, isn't it? <laughs> huh. 
Uh, in Charlotte, North Carolina, federal authorities say a man has been arrested after he was stopped in the city's airport with more than 23 pounds, which is more than 10 kilograms, for people who don't know, of cocaine concealed in the seat cushions of his motorized wheelchair. Oh, wow. Uh, but the U.S. Customs and Border uh, Officers encountered the traveler as he was arriving at the airport from the Dominican Republic. Uh, his answers didn't match up. His physical purported uh, disability was a telltale sign it was something suspicious. Can they hear what we're saying? Mm, if they were listening, they might. I'm not sure what that means. I think maybe his, his disability didn't match up with being in a wheelchair. I don't know what that means. His disability no. didn't match up with being in a wheelchair. Anyway, that made it suspicious, so I guess they made him get up and they examined the chair. Uh, and they found four packages uh, of cocaine with an estimated street value of $378,000. Wow. Yeah, I guess, you know, they have them dog sniffing dogs that can smell that kind of stuff. I guess he thought his stinky butt might disguise the odor. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I got my colostomy bag with the cat. <laughs> but he was a lawful U.S. citizen, a 22-year-old uh, male. Uh, so I, he's a U.S. citizen. He went to the Dominican Republic, came back at the motorized wheelchair for local cane. Huh. Yeah. People try to sneak it in in lots of different ways. Yeah. They'll never pick on the poor disabled kid. Yeah. <laughs> if you're suspicious, they will. And I have a, a story, if we're ready. Yeah. Uh, My desk is falling apart. Um, well, that's a cool story. <laughs> yeah. In Re Ricardo, <laughs> Texas. It says Ricardo. I don't know if they left off part of it. should be Richard Center, but it says in Ricardo, Texas, a young mother has learned her lesson not to leave her unlocked cell phone laying around because her two-year-old, wait, was he two? Her two-year-old toddler son used his mom's cell phone and ordered 31 cheeseburgers from McDonald's. But that's silly. Oh, so it's silly. You know it is. 31? He just wanted to have a lot of Happy Meals. He was great. <laughs> and... The mother was unaware of what happened until the DoorDash driver arrived at her door with 31 cheeseburgers from McDonald's. <laughs> and there we go. She, well, she didn't know what to do with them. Um, her, well, son, them. He only, <laughs> her son only ate half of one, and oh. she didn't know what to do with the rest. So she invited friends and neighbors over. To eat, help eat them, but they had a happy meal party. It came to sixty-one dollars, and the, and uh, there was a sixteen-dollar tip, and the total was like ninety-one dollars. Wow! For thirty-one cheeseburger, wow! You know, and I, the kid only ate half, <laughs> as kids will do. 
And <laughs> we, we took some kids out. It's been a couple weeks ago now. If I had only a, known, I could have took care of them. For a special treat. <laughs> and the one kid ordered like a huge, I mean, full, like adult, you know, meal. And the other one ordered something. And, you know, I'm scarfing down what I got. And all of a sudden, they're done. It's like, you didn't eat hardly like a bite off of your food. You, know, you ordered all this stuff. You eat this stuff. <laughs> I don't care if you order it, eat it though. Right. Man. Yeah, they should have invited Terry to that party. He was struck that burger. <laughs> I'd have been more than happy to go visit there. He wouldn't even finish that half the burger the kid didn't eat. Yeah, that kid, yep. you know that? <laughs> Next time your granddaughter's at your house, Terry, have her accidentally order a uh, Uber on your Oh, McDonald's app and get Next it all delivered hand, to your house. And the phone to the grandkids. Hey, you can play Roblox, okay? <laughs> play this McDonald's game right here and order me some food. <laughs> That's funny. Well, I do have one more story. Usually I only got two, but as I was looking through, there was one about a slam dunking guinea pig. But it has to be taken care of right away, huh? Oh, you saw that. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't sure if the guinea pig was getting slam dunked Woo-hoo! or if the guinea pig was actually slam dunking because now basketball hoop was up pretty high. How's this guinea pig going to slam dunk anything? Yeah, they're about 10 feet off the ground. <laughs> yeah, but this one, they lowered it down. <laughs> oh, I can just imagine it, a guinea pig with a trampoline. Yeah. Guinea pigs and have smaller balls too. This <laughs> guinea pig had, uh, yeah, it was a smaller ball. It was one point seven inches. I think Terry met a different kind of size basketball. <laughs> I'm a bad boy. Yeah, and this guinea pig's name was Molly. She was from Sweden, and she could she slammed on four of these balls in thirty seconds. To break the world record, which I don't know. Well, for a guinea world... pig, it wouldn't take much. <laughs> I don't know who who else has this record, but the owner says that that's not her best record. She herself, the little guinea pig, has slammed on eight in 30 seconds. So but I for wonder, the record that day when they were watching or whatever, she would only do four. Man, I wonder if this would be a challenge for David Rush, who's going to go out by the guinea pig and start training. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Come on, baby. All you got to do is get five. Come on, come on. Yeah. <laughs> We maybe put a hundred T-shirts on it or something. Yeah. <laughs> some of these world records things, I just don't know why. Who comes up with some of these ideas? Yeah, well, that's the idea of why. While balancing why? it on his nose or something. <laughs> but that's all there was to that, Keith. If you got another story. Well, I have a sad one. Company to Las Vegas chapels. No more Elvis-themed weddings. I got a, I got a clean underwear. I'm ready to die. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, the Las Vegas chapels have loved to use the uh, likeness of uh, Elvis. Um, but they could find themselves becoming heartbreak hotels. Uh, the licensing company that controls the image of the king is ordering Sin City Chapel operators to stop using Elvis and themed ceremonies. Authentic Brands Group sent cease and desist orders to multiple chapels in May, which are expected to be compliant by now. 
With Elvis so closely tied to the wedding industry in Vegas, some say the move can decimate their business. We're a family-owned business, and now we're hanging with the big dogs, says Kayla Collins, who operates Las Vegas Elvis Wedding Chapel.com and a little chapel of uh, a little chapel apart with her husband. I don't know what that means. Uh, that's our bread and butter. I don't get it. We were just hitting our stride after COVID, and this happens. Yeah, but uh, it couldn't have come at a worse time. So, yeah, it sounded like the people who owned the licensing for Elvis are just a little bit greedy. I guess I need to have a bigger slice of that pie or (laughs) wedding cake. (laughs) But, yeah, no more Elvis weddings. Dang it. It's a good thing that couple on the plane last week had their wedding on the plane. I wonder if you could have an Elvis impersonator, like do it, but give him a different name, like Pelvis Wrestley or something. <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't be Elvis Wrestley. His name John. <laughs> John Smith. My name is, he just happens uh, to look like Elvis. My name is Aaron Presley. <laughs> Elvis's dead twin brother. I have a follow-up story. Um, months ago, I reported on this guy. Let me get his name again. His name was Wisconsin Man. That's a funny name. His name was Wisconsin Man. <laughs> Don, Don Gorski of Wisconsin has broken his record um he has ate uh, two big macs every day for 50 years oh yeah that guy listen there's been crazy people hanging around the studio all day he's only missed eight days in the last 50 years he must have been fasting for his colonoscopy and (laughs) he was uh he first earned the Guinness Book of World Records in 18, 1999 and Guinness when he ate 15,400 Big Macs. Uh, but that all? Uh, <laughs> in August, is whenever I did the other story where he had broke his record when he ate 32,000 Big Macs. Yeah, as long he, as he keeps eating, he'll keep he, breaking his record. He, yeah. He keeps the receipts and he keeps the Big Mac boxes. Remember, he, hmm. he would. Uh, was he, he the guy that had him in his car? Right, in the car and in his house. And his wife is getting tired of it. And he's had. Uh, but so now he's been eating. He's been eating two Big Macs a day since 1972. Wow. And May of 72. And he's. May 2nd. <laughs> he's I wonder, does it say if he's a big person or is he, he like Jared and he's losing yeah. weight? <laughs> he he uh, he has ate he has tried other burgers 
but there's nothing like the Big Mac. What does he have time? He had a Burger King, <laughs> had a Burger King Whopper in 1984, <laughs> a double burger in 1984, and he's just there's a lot of other burger chains. He just hasn't had the desire to try. He's trying to eat, eat McDonald's on the house at home first. Huh? <laughs> it says he'll probably be eating Big Macs for the rest of his life, which might not be very long if he keeps eating them. <laughs> yeah, really. All those when he dies, arteries. they're going to put him in a Big Mac box. Put him in a Big Mac box. <laughs> Yeah. Well, they do make up. specialty coffins like that. They're so gonna, they never get down. Yeah, that that or a, cremate him and put him in a big dashboard. <laughs> burn him up and like a barbecue. There's <laughs> 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 no big man's cooking. <laughs> I couldn't have been nobody else. Why? You said you don't know him. I've heard about him. You have? Where? All over. I don't have any more stories. So if you guys oh. have any more. I've got tons of stories. But you want to do one more, and then we'll get then we'll get to our next segment. Well, let me see what else is after. So I know you got one. So I did three, uh, and that's more than I usually do. <laughs> how about uh, we'll get a bonus one going on? Uh, identical yeah. twins give birth at the same hospital on the same day, and they both have baby boys, and they both weighed the same, and they were the same length. You want to know something? What? It's nothing to be ashamed of. Identical oh. cousins. <laughs> they were... Uh, I thought I was going to say they both had identical twins. California. <laughs> and Jill and... Uh, yep, me and, my, me and my twin sister that I lost. And Jill forgot. and Aaron. You're an invisible twin sister. There you go. Imaginary. <laughs> they were seven pounds and three ounces and 21 inches long. Jill Thank and Aaron. You. So I know Jill's a girl's name, but I wonder if it's a boy Aaron or a girl Aaron. Because that's well, identical. Then it wouldn't be a boy. Ah, the one sister was scheduled for a C-section, and the other one, um, the water broke on the same day. <laughs> so. huh. I feel as if I've been dancing on a sunbeam, tiptoeing on a rainbow, and wading through a cloud. That's crazy. They were doing like a week apart. That's just like uh, my wife and her twin sister. They were both pregnant at the same time. They were supposed to have it. Uh, well, they had theirs a week apart. You know, uh, Brittany's birthday was June third, and Aaron's was June twelfth. You know, whatever that is, it's not three. That's days. funny because I have a granddaughter. This birthday is June third, and another granddaughter. This birthday is June twelfth. <laughs> yeah, and. That's just crazy right there. I can stop here with my news stories. Avon calling. Take time out for beauty when Avon comes calling. Use Avon Cosmetics and you'll be enthralling for a pleasure-filled break in your daily routine. It's time to take time out for beauty. Avon calling. Hi, I am Terry Hogan Helsley, your friendly Avon lady. If you need something, we more than likely have it. We have more than just makeup and cologne. Everything will be delivered to your house. So go ahead and go to my website at www.youravon.com. 
com front slash T Hogan Health Sleep. That is front slash T H O G A N H E L T S L E Y. Thank you. Well, with all that crazy talk, how about we move on to some other talk about weird words? Yeah, there's some crazy weird words, but ours was easier. I think you guys might get a few of these because the cues were pretty difficult, but it was hard to find our words that you may not know. But let's see. This first word is. Everybody shut up. Rapping. 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 Kind of like a rap star there. Rapping. Yeah, like that rapping. And I have no fairy. I like to eat strawberries. Rapping. And it's a noun. What? It's a noun. So it's not a. It's a rapper. It's a guy who likes to speak and write to the rhythm. Yeah. It's somebody who wraps Christmas presents that left off the W. Yeah. It's something that is is a wrapping. It's a wrapping. Well, are you Um, ready for the answer? You might as well. Um, Guessing. Oh, shoot. Go Uh, ahead. Guess again, Terry. When you're knocking on the door, you're wrapping. Rap, rap, rap on all heaven. Anyway, rapping, what's it mean? This word means an unruly art student. Really? Specifically, an believe? art student. Huh? Yes, an art student. That's what not a science mean. student, not an English student. There may be a different word for those. I don't know. I, there, there has to be. <laughs> wow. That sounds awful uh, precise. You're rapping. Our next word is. Recray. It's like being cray cray. You're recray. You're not just cray. You're cray cray means you're recray. That means you're retarded and crazy. (laughs) There we go. (laughs) Recray. Recray. Being all kinds of politically correct. Well, this word. Uh oh, Alexa's getting on a job. Act, fault, disappointment, Uh oh, is she telling us the answer? <laughs> I don't know. Mine says it's a verb to yield in a cowardly fashion. Nah. To yield in a cowardly fashion. Do what in a cowardly fashion? To yield in a cowardly fashion. I don't, don't know what you're like. Don't hit me. Stop it now. Do you yield <laughs> or shall I slay you? With my sword. Wait, my sword. I got to get you with my sword. Your sword. Our next word is. If you can't write in the proper way, if you don't know how to conjugate. Readless. Readless means you're illiterate. You can't read. (laughs) Or you used to read more. I read read less than you. I read less than you. I read less than you. No, I read yeah. less than you. <laughs> <laughs> All 
I read less than anybody. You have a book reading contest, and you have a, yeah. the winner reads more, and the loser reads less. Oh, well, I don't know how. This is, like I said, these all come from reading the OED. So. Maybe you flunked that class, and maybe now you fight when people mock you on the So if you don't like their definitions, take it up with them. But this word means not knowing what to do in an emergency. Oh, okay. So I don't know. (laughs) Oh, no, a tornado's coming. What do I do? I'll run outside the yard and look at it. (laughs) Our next word is... Okay, now here's the deal. I'll try to educate you. Recentient. Recentient. It's like when you cinch the the belt tight, or uh, you, you do it again. You got to double it, you pull tight, and pull that again. <laughs> it didn't happen a cinch long time it ago. It happened recent. Yeah. <laughs> recent. Re-cent. You resent the package in the mail. Re-cent. I, I think <laughs> sentient. It has to do with like intellect. So you're like doubly smart. Like a, a sentient being is a, a being as intelligence. Again, so you are you're doubly re- smart. You're, you're you are a retarded great <laughs> great. Yeah, you're doubly smart. You're sentient and you're sentient again. Uh, doubly smart. <laughs> this word means gonna familiarize you with the nomenclature. A thing that causes a change of feelings. So, change of feelings. I used to be dry until I stepped in the puddle. Now I'm fat. So, stepping (laughs) in the puddle would be the reason. Change of feelings. Recentient or something. Hmm. Repophagy is our next word. You learn the definition of nouns and prepositions. Literacy's your mission. And that's why I think it's a good time. Repophagy. Hmm. It's a noun. Oh, huh. Yeah, well, I'm glad I have an earbud in because you guys would have heard it. I couldn't stop it quick enough. That would be a good noun, too. A a repository. It's like a repository, only it's different. (laughs) You can put something in the repository. Well, this yeah. word is really different. Repothogy. Repothogy. Um, hmm. I want to know if you guys use these words in your weekly talkings. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> if any <laughs> listeners do, you're crazy. You're I, crazy. Right. You are. <laughs> yeah, I am retarded. I don't know. Call me a retard. I, I don't know. This word here means the eating of filth or disgusting matters. Uh, oh, if your grandkids so eat their you, boogers and eat them, they are repotting. I was going to say something else, but I have to leave it out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that works. Yeah. Eating your nose poop. Your nose poop. Eat, eat a poop sandwich or something. All them burgers that come out of your nose, it's like your 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 waist, like your butt. 
Yeah. Those like yeah. eye boogers. Nose yeah. 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 boogers Our next word is Roarback. Roarback. It's what a lion, a lion echo, like a lion roars and roar roars back at me. It's when a lion's going to back up. Roar back. Roar back. Yeah, like, like you have the little beepers on the back of a garbage truck. <laughs> the lion has a roar back in his butt when he backs up. Roar. Roar. I thought you guys would guess this one, but that those ain't right. Nope. <laughs> this is a flash report that is circulated for political purposes. So it's a political advertisement. It's a roar. Bag. Yeah. Roar bag. All right. You say so. Our next word is. Rubicundity. 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 It's somebody who can do a Rubik's cube really fast. <laughs> Good guess, but not Rubik's right. Rubik's cube. <laughs> Rubicundity. You can solve the Rubik's cube with your behind your back and blindfold. There you go. <laughs> not. <laughs> it has to do with a cube, I bet. Rubicundity. A Rubik's yeah. cube of uh, uh, sugar. Rubicundity. This word means you better slow down and use the right A redness of face from good living or drinking. Oh yes, yeah, like the, 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 the iconic thing of a drunk guy with a red nose. They have a rubicundity yeah. nose. What? <laughs> Our next word is roughing. Roughing, it's like the opposite of sanding. You, you, you sand down a rough board. So if you're going to be roughing, you got to take a file and rough it up. Well, you got roofing on your roof and you got roughing under your roof. Oh, or, or it's like when you eat roughage, you're roughing yourself so you can poop better. Well, I okay. think this must be an older word because say, I've seen this It has with, to be. Say that. What was the word? Say it again. Roughing. Roughing, yeah, or roughing. Oh, it's like it's like a muffin, only it has raisins in it. Ruffin, ruffin, raisin grass. I don't know. Like on a golf course. I don't know. This word. Means the stomping of feet as a form of applause. So if you're happy and you know it. Stomp your feet. Stomp your feet. You're roughing. I remember seeing that in the uh, play 1777 at the Muni, and the political party would stomp their feet and tap their canes. And I think that was like they're applauding. Right, right. Because that would be a good way to do it because if you clap your hands like your hands get sore, so you can stomp your feet instead. Yeah, I guess. (laughs) Who knew it had a name? I would just call it stopping. Yeah, me too. Foot stomping. 
the the Queen song. We will rock you. Do you know what a raconteur is? Okay, now here's some more syntax you always A raconteur. I've heard that word before. I don't know. It's not like somebody who's, who's a sword fighter. Repertoire, repertoire. The word this person in this book reads it, it sounds like it could be a French word, of course. Like repertoire? Well, recon reminds me of like a uh, reconnaissance, like somebody who is out to spy on somebody. Well, maybe that's a a spy. Who sword fights? (laughs) Repertoire. Repertoire. You're taking a tour of the repra. No X in espresso. You're part of simple <laughs> This word means a storyteller. So uh, maybe it means like how they say it in French. It's French storyteller. Yeah, I know I've heard the word before. But, yeah. <laughs> this next word is recherche. But I don't want your drama. If you really want, leave out that Oxford Recherche. <laughs> it's like ricochet, only you're too drunk to get it out. You're too drunk, so you slur it. So it's recherche. Bouncing out the walls. Recherche. Hmm. These have to be French words, is all I can say, because that just sounds totally French to me. It's like it's like crochet, only you, you, you don't use yarn. You use... Uh, Wire or something like that. Hmm. Just keep in mind Well, this word means excessively refined or uh, precious. Re- excessively refined presence? Precious. Pressure? Pre- exquisite, precious. Oh, precious. Yeah. Uh, oh, they're exquisitely refined or precious. I got one more word. Everybody shut up. Yeah. Recondite. Recondite. It's like a troglodyte, only. <laughs> a dinosaur. <Rah. laughs> Recondite. I reckon it's time to go on a diet. <laughs> this is going to be our last I'm word. Too Reckon fast for this one. <laughs> hmm. What was the word again? Reckon date. Reckon date. Reckon date. Reckon date. I reckon it's time to change a diaper. Yeah. Reckon date. And it could be. <laughs> reckon date. Better get something to eat. <laughs> well, reckon date. Get, I don't know. Hamburger. On your mom's app. This word means not easily understood. That's like right. all of these words. <laughs> that's right. It's like, I got to use that one. But that's my last word. Hey. Well, I do know. Well, what is it? Uh, is it a, a genuine imitation diamond brooch? Oh, no. 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 We honor better than that. So now that it's the last word, that means it's time for the first word of Terry's Top Ten list. Yes. Top Ten. Man. 
two. Hmm. One for you. All right. I will do this one. We have 10 things that are more popular than you think they were. I guess. 10 things that are more popular. Wow, somebody's picking something. Number 10. We have contractors in the house too today. Uh, 10 things that are more popular than you thought they were. Number 10, the Bible. <laughs> yeah, it's like the top selling book ever in the history of books. <laughs> Nobody really knows, but Guinness's Book of World Records says that it has been printed over 5 billion times. It was Second the first book the Bible. Printed. Is the second to the Bible is the complete angler, a man's guide to fishing. <laughs> you guys didn't have a book for that? It was originally <laughs> published in 1659. Wow. Number nine. Ow. Veronica Lake's hairstyle. Who's she? Veronica Lake. She's an old time movie star. Oh. She she, she oh, was famous she... for a hairstyle that would, would hang down and cover one eye. Yeah, oh. that, that's what it was. I would say I didn't record anything for it, and it's like, yeah, it hang down over your face. So and... it wasn't quite bangs, and it wasn't quite like a color. She kind of let it droop over her forehead, so it would cover one. Eye. Like you covered, come one side back and one side forward, and. Like that, I guess. Huh. Um, number eight. More popular than you thought. Dragon Quest. Dragon Quest? Is that a movie or a game? <laughs> um, it was so popular when they released it that they could only release it during the weekends because kids would skip school to go buy it. Oh, so it's a game? I guess so. <laughs> I, I think I've heard of it, but I honestly don't remember. And, so. so that one is more popular than what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> number, number seven. <laughs> number seven, guillotines. All right. The more oh, popular than we thought. Yeah, They're so popular. Bring it back. Come on. <laughs> back in the day, that was wholesome entertainment to sit around and watch people get their heads chopped off. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, public hanging used to be that way, but I think you can. And well, see, they should do that again. Bring back public hanging as a guillotine. In the seventeen nineties, they had a home version of the guillotine. <laughs> you bad little baby dog. The children can buy to chop vegetables. Oh, oh. I thought parents would say, "You be good little Johnny, or else the you can chop, <laughs> They can chop up vegetables and or the dolls' heads of their dolls. Oh, <laughs> or rat. Or rat. They wanted to Come lie here, Barbie. Pay. You, Jezebel, you're getting your head cut off. <laughs> or they're chopping up, or, or rats. It says. Oh. So they did some live stuff too, but 
than uh, we should we should all get little miniature electric chairs in our kitchen to make grilled cheese sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, number five. Columbo oh, yeah. is more popular than you thought he, he was. The, the character. Well, these days, TV people show. always know who Columbo is. Yeah, Peter he was one of the more popular detectives of the day. <laughs> and the thing is, he never had his own show. He was just a feature on have a mystery you know, thing. He had a, even though he had a show that ran for, hold on, it says, it spanned. A 35-year run. They only made 69 episodes. Uh, because they used, I don't know what the name it was, but they had a mystery series where you know, one night would be Columbo, the next week would be like a uh, husband and wife, Bill and a wife. Next week would be Night Stalker. Next week would be right, every, like, right, Night Stalker. Every, every week would be a different detective. So they, it did, they ran for a long time, but they didn't make all that many shows, but it was probably the most memorable out of all those. Yeah. And let's see where I'm at. Let's see, number four. I'm a Google's interactive Pac-Man Doodle. I don't even know what that means. No, <laughs> because we Google Google came out after we went blind. So apparently, it's an interactive graphic on the page. It's very distracting for sighted people. <laughs> I never knew it was there. Yeah, but apparently it's <laughs> thanks for telling me. Kind of little thing that goes around on the screen. <laughs> I don't know, but it's anytime I go to Google, I didn't know it was there. So well, I'm glad I've never been distracted by it then. And number three. Number three is Japan's Mount Mahara. Not Mount Fuji, huh? It's an active volcano. Huh. Um, So it's Mount Fuji. (laughs) Where people can go if they wish to end their life. Oh, they throw the young virgin into the volcano. <laughs> the the suicide rate. That's why it's so high. popular. I want to kill myself. If they, the count is over two thousand people. You cannot buy a one way airline ticket to there, and the government has put a fence around the top of the volcano. <laughs> To prevent people to from jumping in, oh. all you gotta do is climb over the fence. <laughs> no, there's another forest somewhere the where they come. Oh, in all it gives me to have an extra six feet to fall. <laughs> so I don't know why all the Japanese are trying to kill themselves. <laughs> <laughs> They're tired of Godzilla, I guess. Huh? They should give them guns, and then they could shoot themselves. <laughs> um, number two. Sanka decaffeinated coffee. 
Yeah, well, I like coffee, but I don't know. I like it with caffeine to keep me awake. <laughs> I, I always enjoy a cup of coffee or two in the morning. And it's not that I don't, don't or wouldn't drink coffee in the evening, but if I do, it's only going to be death and be caffeinated because you know, I won't be up wake up night. <laughs> but it, it was uh, in 1932 when they came out with stank and decaffeinated, it was packaged in orange bottles. And so the people that, that like the decaf, um, they would look for the orange bottle. And so that's why they came out in the public usage of putting orange handles on the decanters that represent decaffeinated coffee. That's what it says. In the well, I figured they had to have some kind of thing like that. But we have orange. And number one, more. Popular than you think, James Bond. Well, yeah, everybody likes James Bond movies. Yeah, that's not very, I mean, everyone knows James Bond's pretty popular. How much more popular could he be if you already know he's pretty popular? They've only been around in movies so long that they out outscripted all the books that Ian Fleming wrote. Thanks to 2015 movie James Bond. Spectra, whatever. In the movie, they in Mexico, there was a scene where they had a Day of the Dead parade, and there in real life, there is no such thing. But because of the popularity of the movie, there is now. So that started the Day of the Dead parade. So that's that's why they consider it so popular. It instituted a brand new fictitious holiday. Yeah. If a song is Christian, is it automatically okay? A song that's gotten a lot of play recently proclaims that the singer doesn't want to abuse God's grace and that she needs it every day. I could agree with this very strongly. However, then she proclaims God's grace is the only thing that makes her want to change. Really? The only thing? What about love of God? Or the fear of God? Or hatred of sin? We need to be careful what we hear and sing. Just because it's labeled Christian does not make it right. Countering the culture in our quest for truth, this is Nathan Caldwell for Countershock. Find all we have to offer at life-truth.com.
this is the time where we turn to our next segment, which is, I forget, yeah, Anchor Topic. Anchor Topic. And if I'm not mistaken, find it here. Last week was living's lack of communication. Oh. <laughs> but this week, it will be low vision. Low vision. Huh, what to talk about with low vision. Of course, we've done contrasting colors, right? (gasps) Well, I was listening to a podcast the other day, and there was a couple people on it who had a little bit of vision, where, you know, all I can really see is, like, basic shapes and a little bit of light perception. And the one gal was talking about this, a situation where you know she was working in her kitchen and her husband had bought in some bags of something and put them on the kitchen counter and she was you know, had her back turned she was doing some other work and when she turned around she thought her husband was standing there she was talking to him and talking to him and what it really was is she was seeing the outline of these bags on the kitchen counter <laughs> because with low vision and being obscure, she just saw the silhouette and thought she was talking away to her husband, but she was talking like nobody. <laughs> oh. And of course, she's you know, kind of embarrassing, even though there's nobody on the earth, there's nothing to be embarrassed about. But, you know, you're just kind of left there talking to yourself because you thought you, thought you saw something that wasn't there. Yeah, that happens even us blind people a lot. You'll be talking to somebody next thing you know, they're gone. It's like, hey, at least say goodbye or I'm leaving. <laughs> yeah, I, I had the opposite thing happen one time. I was talking with somebody and I was talking. And usually you talk, uh-huh, yep. You talk for you, oh, yeah. And then you get some feedback just to let you know there's somebody, you know, they're responsive. And, uh, and I was talking and I noticed there was no sound, so I stopped talking. And the next thing I know, somebody came up and this person's, well, yeah, they're talking to them like, oh, they were there the whole time. Why didn't they say, <laughs> <laughs> say something like, oh, continue on, or that's interesting, or why'd you stop in mid sentence? <laughs> huh. Maybe they thought you lost your train of thought or something. I don't know. Could be. Yeah. Maybe they, they could have at least maybe said something. Like that. I'll let you go. Uh, okay. But anywho, uh, I don't really have an awful lot uh, on top of me. It's, it's not exactly something that we have a lot of current experience with. Right. Kind of open oh, I up. guess. Whenever I, when I can still see, I could remember telling the different instructors, you know, when you're chopping an onion, I would lose it all the time. And so I was trying different things. I got a clear cutting board so I could know, you know, but then I lost the cutting board. And so they give me the one cutting board that's black on one side and white on the other. So when you're chopping something dark, you know, use the white side. And if you're chopping something a light color, use the dark side. And always keep your fingers back out of the way when you're cutting something. Yep. So, I mean, all I can think of for low vision is the contrasting color stuff. Yeah, and 
that's that's a real biggie. And we've talked about before, you know, good lighting is always uh, very important. Oh, yeah. Because that will aid in contrast of things. But yeah, um, I'll have an awful lot of that. Yeah, what's the matter? What are you talking about? Hmm. But we don't really have any email. I once tried donating blood. Never again. Too many stupid questions. Whose blood is it? Where did you get it from? Why is it in a bucket? <laughs> Do you know where the pirate had sandpaper and eye patch? He was having a rough time. He was roughing it like that. Roughing would be at earlier. Yeah. Roughing it right up. Do you know how a scientist is like a fly? They're both attracted to stools. <laughs> we got some butt jokes. Are you saying the scientist is attracted to stool? Oh, it's a fly. What, how is a scientist like a fly? Yeah, the scientist is attracted, attracted to the fly, <laughs> and the fly is attracted to the stool. Yes. <laughs> you guys have some. What did the pirate say when his leg fell off in the snowstorm? Shiver me timbers. <laughs> stuck on pirates it sounds like <laughs> sounds like it somehow I'm in the ultimate jokies jokies joke book and that's just how it's at <laughs> yeah. well if there's no more final thoughts then we ought to wrap it up and close it out and say hey it's, it's your host signing off saying thanks for listening uh, if you're about to on your favorite podcast directory leave us a rating and review tell people what you think about us uh, if you stop by the webpage, thatsoundsfunny.com, leave us a comment, send us an email, click on our donate button, all those ways to support the show. See, Come I, back I, next week to hear S-words. See, that S-words. I have some all these pirate jokes ready because I thought she was going to do the R-words like R. Then we got S words. Doing S words, are they gonna be small ones or big ones? Big, <laughs> so big, big, big S <laughs> no. words or small what ones? It? <laughs> that sounds funny. T S F at that sounds funny dot com.